welcome to my podcast on the grow i'm grace lee in the last episode i had a conversation with my sister rebecca lee she shared how covid19 has affected her personally as a third-year medical student her thoughts on the medical field during the pandemic and she shares what she learned or was reminded of during the quarantine three things she wants to do when the quarantine is over and how she created a habit that stuck with her. If you haven't heard it already, you should definitely check it out. In this episode, I have a conversation with my dad, Moses Lee. He shares how COVID-19 has affected him personally, how it has affected his work environment as an engineer, and his thoughts on the pandemic. He shares what he has learned or was reminded of during this quarantine, tips for staying motivated while staying home, and more. Thanks for joining me, Dad. Hi, Grace. I know this is a new scene for you, the podcast scene, but I really wanted to talk to you about everything that's going on with COVID-19 and your take on the pandemic. That's right. Um, it is, uh, we are in the midst of uh, a pandemic. It's a very uh, unusual situation. Yeah, we haven't had something like this before. I feel like a lot of us are playing it by ear and just seeing how things go. But something I really wanted to ask you was how COVID-19 has affected you as an engineer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, positively, um, I'm staying home more often, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a, uh, I never experienced or never expected that you know, I would just see all of us, so five of us all together, under one roof and uh, staying home, uh, not going out and do the all kind of activities together. So I uh, have done many things that uh, that I have put off. Uh, oh, really? What are some things you've put off? Well, the, such as uh, uh, rearranging uh, my stuff and uh, even that, uh, you know, we moved uh, to the new house about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And even that we haven't to open a box. I so, know. There's so many boxes in the garage. Some of them are mine, too, that I haven't been able to look through. So so that's the part of it. I'm cleaning up the garage, opening those uh, boxes. And, and then and also, the uh, you know, the one of the uh, things that we have a lot is the books. So I'm... I'm uh, rearranging those books, uh, making some library and that kind of things. That so I'm keep myself very busy. And also, not just that, uh, I just uh, found a couple of small things to fix, here and there. Right. Um, so how has it affected your work environment? First of all, that my you know the many of my works are involved with conference calls and uh, also travels. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the conference calls involved, uh, that probably is somewhat okay. Right, because uh, you are you don't have to physically be in your office to do a conference call, right? That's right. But we are uh, trying to have uh, like a netiquette kind of things. So the, usually that my company is a global company mm-hmm. and involves with many people from other regions. So 
typically the conference call is start at seven o'clock a.m. as you see that many times, many oh, days. Oh, because it's global, and if you're calling with people around the world, then there's different time zones. So I bet it's difficult to try to coordinate that with everyone, right? They try. That. So I usually wake up early, early. And, like what time? Uh, like usually five o'clock. Wow, and then have time to uh, go to my office and ready for the typical seven a.m. conference calls. Nowadays, it's changing. I don't have to go to the office, mm-hmm. so I may have some time, but not really because um still that I have to uh, show up, uh, and um, some of them require video conference oh. calls, so. I definitely have to shave and make sure that my hair is right. Right. So, okay. Uh, so not a whole so lot of changes. Pros and cons. Yeah. Right. Right. But big change is a is a traveling restriction. Right. Um, How has that affected work for you? Well, the, um, the as an engineer, that talking people and uh, uh, looking at. Uh, the facility is a vital part of my work. That is uh, uh, difficult. So uh, some of the aspect, it makes my work a little bit slow down. I see. Wow. I can see how a lot of this can really affect how you work. And has it affected you mentally, though? Not just physically, but mentally for you? Uh, I'm kind of person that I manage my stress level pretty well so I have less uh, pressure or stress uh, on me but I found myself uh, gradually because of the limiting the you know the place that I can go I can do that actually uh, putting uh, my stress to something else like uh, eating and not uh, you know exercising and then uh, just uh, that's the kind of things that, that I'm I need to work on it right but work doesn't stress you out like that you've been able to contain and control i think so you're right um, i do not feel a lot of pressure or stress from work because uh, i have a different philosophy on stress uh, stress is uh, i believe you are creating and building by your own so the it is a matter of what you think. If you put that, label them as a stress, it'll be stress. But if you put, label them as a just challenge, then it's a challenge rather than stress. Right. Was there anything you learned or you were reminded of during the quarantine? The most important thing is make your own schedule. When I was in college or even the high school, my daily schedule was uh, set very tight and uh, all I have to do is a uh, follow. I must have got it from you because I make schedules too. I love making to-do lists. I love writing everything down and seeing what I accomplished in a day. So maybe I got that from you. I enjoy uh, setting up schedules in advance. The execution of that, uh, what I said, what I scheduled is a, a kind of fun time because uh, I'm enjoying accomplishing things is done one by one. I think that's the hardest thing to do for everyone. But when you do well on those, you will feel good uh, for the day. That's how I feel too. When it comes to making a schedule, 
My favorite part is crossing off what I accomplish at the end of the day, just crossing off things off my to-do list, and it's such a good feeling. And I think the uh, one of the way that you can make those whole process success is uh, adding some uh, breaks once in a while. And uh, just imagine that you are in your virtual office, and what do you do in your office? You go out and you talk to your colleagues, You do the same thing. I go out and check my family members and then uh, I talk to them. And uh, I may uh, pick up a call and to call them um, and then see how they're doing. And also that's a part of uh, you know, the fun. And now, since we're all quarantined in this house together, you don't have to call us. You can just literally go to our rooms and just talk. That's right. Which is nice. It's been a month and a half since I've been home. That's right. It's felt like three months. <laughs> that could be a tip that you have for staying motivated, right? Is to take breaks? Yes. Um, so it's a go back to fundamental. Rather uh, than giving a lot of freedom, give less freedom in some aspect. But within that frame, uh, you have a freedom. if you know what I'm talking about. Are there any thoughts that you have during this pandemic or thoughts you have about COVID in general? Well, the, you know, we often want to understand the, the what is the pandemic? You know, that kind of a, like definition. Um, as you know that the root pen means all and the affix pandemic uh, means people. So when you put that together, as you know, pandemic means an outbreak of disease. Oh. So uh, this pandemic is something that changed our life. So the COVID-19 forced us uh, teleworking and gradually uh, becomes a part of our culture. There are many of our stories that what seems unfamiliar and troublesome at first give us a sense of life by using time independently. In addition to the increased use of video conferencing, business tools, and large file transfer site, it also presents the possibility of changing the direction of our business by accumulating information. You're right. Speaking of direction of businesses, me, myself, as a freelancer, I've had to pivot ways to manage my finances during this time. But the coronavirus infection threatens human survival. But history teaches us not to fear the crisis. The fear will end when a vaccine is released or treatment is developed. In the struggling against the, uh, if you remember, Black Death, right. uh, faster. In the 14th century. That's right. And then also the Spanish flu, uh, right after the World, World War. War I. That's right. And the, even swine flu, mm-hmm. uh, since uh, 2009, the final winner was humanity. I feel like I'm having a history lesson here. So that, I think that exactly the, the reason that we're learning history is to 
see the future. How we did it, who did it, and those all kind of tips that we talked about, actually we can find from what our forefathers and grandmothers, they taught us how to deal with it in history. So how do you think that Corona is going to change this world? That will change it. We will not be the same. That's for sure. Uh, one of the things I'm concerned about is um, people are afraid of people. What do you mean? We, uh, some of us, they greet and uh, uh, shake hands and they hug. That's the expression of greetings and saying hi. But not anymore. Maybe not. Right. Because we've been so used to these restrictions of we cannot touch, we cannot make physical contact, and all these restrictions made us look at things differently. That's right. A good, good example is, uh, if you remember that uh, the shake hands is originated from that I do not have a gun on my hands. That's how the shake hands is developed. And now, I do not have a virus. How are we going to do it? Hmm. Are we going to shake hands or some other means? So society will develop different culture, how to greet and how to speak. Mm -hmm. And it will be six feet distance or it will be after this um, quarantine is over, maybe they will reduce that. Well, maybe two feet is good enough. But even then, people are still going to be cautious because this quarantine has gone on for so long and it's affected so many lives that I feel like people have it already drilled into their brains that they have to be careful at all times. I, I believe so. That's, the, that's why the people are afraid of people. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, I mentioned this in the previous um, episode with Rebecca, that this virus has made people feel protective of themselves rather than of other people because people are afraid to catch it. So they're trying to protect themselves. Right now, what we are doing uh, is um, uh, hand washing and we are developing that habit Mm -hmm. and eating and the conversation etiquette are changing. In emails, I get, I hope you're staying healthy and safe instead of other um, introductions. Absolutely. That's the, even even I do, uh, I start my uh, email with that, uh, hope you are safe in the midst of a pandemic. That is a very typical phrase that I start with instead of good morning, hi, in addition to those. So those are conversations uh, changing. And and when habit changes, behavior changes, and that become culture of the, of the community and community changes. So this is a big change in structure, uh, economically, and even our lifestyle. This is more than just a health issue at this point. This is a societal issue. This is an environmental issue. This is a governmental issue. It's an issue globally. Even though I expect some safety measure will be changed, 
I remember uh, before 9-11, when you are on flight on board, your middle name was not on your boarding pass. Somehow that was the uh, policy and regulation. But after 9-11, your middle name has to be on your boarding pass as a part of your whole name. And that's a big change. It was a big change to me. It was uh, interesting. That is one of the examples. Probably after this quarantine, we will have uh, some changes in safety measure, mm-hmm. and especially for the traveling. Yes, I think that... I know other countries have already done this, but people will be checking fevers, that people will be very particular in allowing people on board. The space between the seat in the airplane is shorter, narrower. Now that possibly can be changed, who knows, because we will need some social distance in some aspect. Exactly. So a lot of changes to come, basically. Well, I want to know, what are three things you want to do when the quarantine is over? Well, the first place that I like to visit is my church. Church is a big part of my life and then it's still okay and uh, ready to open Sunday services and then uh, gatherings. Then I was thinking about, uh, well, I want to see the big screen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean? I want to go to movie theater. Oh, I miss the movies. Yeah, yeah and uh, hopefully that uh, all the postponed new arrivals uh, will be available by the time. Yeah, is there a movie in particular you want to see, or are you just stating? Well, the, uh, I haven't you know the look at that uh, that aspect yet. Uh, <laughs> so the, I want to see the list of that the whole. Or new arrivals. That will be uh, interesting. I know there's a lot of good movies coming out this summer, which is approaching sooner than we think. But who knows? Yeah. You know what's going to happen with the movie theaters. And then your third thing? Well, I um, absolutely I like to go to a, a restaurant. Which one? That I have a preferred restaurant in um, Cary. Probably, uh, you know, the, if you're still around, they will go up there. Uh, they have a good, my, um, one of my favorite dishes there. So, What kind of restaurant is it? It is a Korean restaurant. And, uh, of they, course. Yeah, they serve a spicy uh, beef soup and very authentic. So if I'm here, then I would love to definitely go with you guys. You know, with all this going on, I've really had a lot of time to think here in this house and something I really want to improve on is being present more. I'm constantly, you know, on the phone, on devices, and I just want to be able to enjoy and appreciate family time more. You never know whether you will have another opportunity like this. I hope we do not have this kind of opportunity again. It is important how we remember, how we uh, learn the lessons during this time is vital. We always uh, uh, want to live by looking in advance, in ahead, think ahead, see things ahead. While we are in the midst of a pandemic, but we do not look at this. We look at the final uh, solution. Probably this is the best time to ponder yourself how to live in the future. 
I've always mentally reminded myself that it's not about the situation. It's about what you make of the situation. So thank you so much, dad, for joining me and sharing your tips and a lot of good insight into your thoughts on the pandemic. Thank you, Grace. I love you. I love you too. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode in the series where I talk about how COVID-19 has affected me personally as a freelancer, what it's been like quarantined in my family home in North Carolina, three things I want to do when the quarantine is over, tips for staying motivated at home, and more. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) 